You're listening to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast with Terrence Murphy, where we cover sales, investing, and entrepreneurship with an emphasis on real estate. Each podcast, Terrence and his guests will bring you informative and inspiring information within the real estate industry. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. As you guys know, I start off with a quote, scripture, something motivational. So this one's fairly simple. Whatever you do, live your life for you. Stop trying to please everybody. It's impossible. So people out there, just live your damn life. Stop trying to live it for everybody else. So my guest today, Krista Mashore, we met her. My wife actually introduced me to her. She was on the stage in Cabo at an EXP event. And my wife was like, it was one speaker that I missed. I ended up something happened. I had to stay in the room. And she was like, you missed the best speaker of the whole event. Krista Mayshore has been in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for 20 years. She is the author of four best-selling books focused on digital marketing. She's been featured in Forbes, Inman News, Wall Street Journal, NBC, Fox, and so much more. Krista recently took her new business from zero to $10 million in just 35 short months using online digital strategies. She is the recipient of six Two Comma Club Awards and one Two Comma Club X Award. Through her coaching, teaching, Speaking and training, Krista is revolutionizing the way real estate agents market themselves online. She offers an innovative step-by-step approach on how agents can gain a massive digital footprint. Welcome her to the show today. You're, thank you for having me, Terrence. I'm super excited. It's May Shore. May, everyone says it wrong. It's May Shore. May Shore. It's not Mashore? It's May Shore. Yeah, it looks like it's. it sounds Mashore, but it's May Shore. We need There's to sl- just no why. We need to slide an E in there, I think. I know everyone says it wrong. You're right. It's okay. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, you're killing the game just in so many ways. You're so inspiring. Like I said, you inspired my wife and then she brought your story to me and then we connected and talked offline a couple of times, but just excited to tell your story and get it out to our audience and just let people know, man, whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve it. You can do it. And we're both type A, we're achievers, man. So let's, let's, let's dive into it. So tell me, obviously we're going to cover a lot, but tell me, kind of your story in a quick two minutes, like who you are, where you're from, kind of how you got to this point in your career and what got you into real estate? Okay. Well, so I've been in real estate for 20 years and I've sold over 2,200 homes. That's not with the big team. That's that's primarily just been me and an assistant and transaction manager, transaction coordinator. I still sell real estate, but now my brother is in my business and he acts as me. So now again, we still still the same team with my brother. And then I'm sort of like a silent partner. I'm sort of just the face of the business. I don't go to listing appointments or buyer appointments. I don't talk to buyers or sellers anymore. And I just sort of make sure the team is doing doing all of our processes and strategies. And so we have a full-time assistant and we have a part-time, part-time marketing person. And we did 90 homes last year. So typically I do a lot more than that. But you know, Josh is he's really comfortable with that. <laughs> so but and I'm not in the business anymore, so I've got to be comfortable with it too. Yep. So that's where we're at now. I I think sometimes, Sharon, it's like, I know you, you, you know, you kind of come from humble, be- humble beginnings too. Yep. And sometimes people look at people and they just think that like, they just, you know, have everything and it's been easy for them and they just naturally are successful. And I w- would like to say that that's not true. Right. So I haven't lived at home since I was 13 years old. And when I was 13, I was, I had some problems in the household. So I ended up running away and living on the streets for about a year and living in, you know, cars and in my friend's parents' RVs and in their closets while, while they were parents were sleeping. And finally, one day I broke the law, broke into my eighth grade school, stole all the girls' clothes and lunch money because we needed clothes and lunch money. And 
got caught doing that. And so we ended up getting sent to juvenile hall for three years. And then from there, I went to a group home called Group Home Hidden Hills for Girls. And it's there was nothing hidden about it. I get dropped off in this big, huge green bus every day, like with the group home stamp on it, basically saying that, hey, this girl's a screw up, right? Yep. And then I spent my remaining years in a foster home. So I haven't lived at home since I was 13 and made a decision at one point to just sort of like get around the right people. I met the most amazing girls in high school. We became best friends. And I just decided like I wanted to work for my life. So I honestly, truth be told, I was always a really great kid. It was just that the things that were happening at home forced me to sort of, you know, leave. And so, yeah, I met my, my best friends and I ended up putting myself through college and paying for it all on my own. And then met what I thought at the time was the love of my life. And I ended up, I was a teacher. I, I have a master's degree in education. I became a teacher. And I had two daughters under the age of four. We had just bought in a brand new house. And I got the phone call saying that my husband was having an affair. So within, I had just left my full-time safe teaching job to be a stay-at-home mom because my daughter had gotten really, really sick. And I, I realized I, I needed to be home with her. So to get that call, I was like, oh my God, I just left my job and I have two daughters and all of a sudden my bank accounts were drained. And two weeks after finding out about my husband's affair, the new girlfriend was picking up my, my daughters on Thanksgiving, driving my car to take them away on Thanksgiving. So that was when I realized, oh my God, I've got to, I got to change this. I got to figure something out, right? We just bought a new home. And so I decided to Take, I just got my real estate license because I thought, well, I'll just sell one or two homes a year and that'll be, you know, three or four homes a year. That'll be what I made as a teacher so I could stay home and be a stay at home mom. Yep. Well, that year I ended up selling 69 houses my first year in the business, just alone as a solo agent with no help. And it, it's history from there. <laughs> Man, wow. That's action packed right there for sure. So, what year was that when you sold the 60, 70, well, 69 properties? Yeah, that was 2001, my first year in the business. Wow. So you've seen the different cycles of the real estate industry then, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yes, absolutely. I was here around the crash, you know, when our, our market depreciated 80%. I actually sold my best year real estate was during that time. I sold 169 homes my best year, again, with just me and an assistant and a, and a TC. And that was all like foreclosures. And so then that market dried up, right? And because the market got better, which was amazing. And so then I I went from like doing 160. 50, 160 homes down to 12 because the market got better. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't survive on 12 homes. And so I realized I had to completely switch how I was marketing. I remember when I went on a listing presentation and it was in, for a normal sale, I didn't get it. And I called and said, hey, just checking it. I'd love some constructive feedback as far as why you didn't choose me. And they were like, Krista, you know, we really, really, we really, really liked you, but we, we didn't choose you because the last guy that we interviewed said that you were the foreclosure queen. And I was like, I am the foreclosure queen. Oh my God, I got to So I realized I had to completely change my business model. Like nobody knew who I was because I was just doing foreclosures. I wasn't doing any marketing, nothing. So I decided at that moment to, like I started studying with the Fortune 500 companies were doing like, how were they marketing? And I came up with this phrase called engagement marketing, which is really just content marketing. Yep. And I started, I realized like, I'm going to do like video. And I'm going to put content out there. And I'm going to just start, start serving the community. And I'm going to be known as what I call a community market leader to where anytime anybody thinks about real estate, they think about me. And so I just started like any listing that I did, I treated it like a million dollar listing. I did four page colored flyers. I did video. I did professional photography. I mean, I, I invested and back then they were only like $250,000, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Within a year, it was back up to over 100 homes a year, and none of them were short sales or foreclosures. They were all traditional marketing because I completely rebranded myself. Love it. 
Yeah, you just have that mentality. Like, you're, it doesn't matter what hits you, you're going to figure it out. That, that's who you are. Right? <laughs> and I think we've had that in common in other conversations. Like, put us in the desert, we'll find our way to the water. Like, we will. So as you were transitioning, engagement marketing, that's something that you don't hear a lot, right? So as for our listeners, new agents or people thinking, okay, how can I create that? Like, how can I take inspiration for what Chris is doing? If you walked out in three steps or five steps, what is engagement marketing to you? Okay, good question, Terrence. So engagement marketing is where you're going to engage the community, right? You want to make it to where it's impossible for people to forget about you, right? In order for you to be known, you have to be seen and you have to be heard. But so many agents are always thinking about themselves and how could I, you know, I'm the best realtor and call me for a real estate agent. And what I did was I started just creating content. So number one, you need to start creating video content. And then I took it a step further and I'll I'll tell you the kind of videos to do in a minute. I'll, I'll start with that. So you start creating video content, like videos about real estate, market updates, videos about your community. What are, what are there things to do? What are the best dog parks? What are the best places to eat? Where do you go on a date? What are fun things for kids to do on the weekends? What are the new upcoming activities? What's controversial in the area? You know, also like normal real estate stuff, like what should, what are buyer, what things should buyers be thinking about? What should sellers be thinking about? Like, you know, what's, what's happening right now and how does it affect people and how should they make changes? Right. Constantly identifying problems that people are having and figuring out how to be the solution and creating content around that solution. Because in order for you to be considered a solution, you must be solving a problem. So constantly thinking about like what's so, for example, right now, there's limited inventory. So for the past six months, I've been creating content not geared towards buyers because I don't want buyers, but geared towards sellers. Hey, there's limited inventory. You probably want to sell your house, but you're afraid to because you're afraid that you're going to be homeless. Well, let me just tell you, there are solutions and here they are, right? Yep. It's just kind of an example. So you, you, and you want to take this content and you want to distribute it. So you've got to make sure it gets seen by people. And right now people are doing things like posting on their business page and posting on their Facebook page. But the problem with that is nobody sees it because you need to pay on these platforms for people to pay attention. Yep. So right now, if you're posting on your business page and your personal page, the only people that are seeing it are people that are already interacting with you. You want everyone else in your community to see it. So what we do is we teach people how to take this content, how to pay, and it's not expensive, right? Most of my students start around $250 and then they end up going a lot more because they see how much it helps them. We start around $250 a month, putting ads spend behind this content and getting, you know, like we will get anywhere between... 180,000 views and 6,000 clicks and, you know, 400, 500, 600 hours of watch time on every single video that we're producing. And it's going in front of people that are thinking about, you know, it's, it's our whole community, right? So people are seeing me over and over and over again. And I don't even need to say that I'm in real estate. In fact, on my community videos, I don't even talk about real estate, but everyone knows because then now they see me on the videos and they see my signs and they see my real estate stuff and they do the connection. And it's about me serving. It's engaging. It's helping. It's not saying, hey, I'm so great. Yeah. That's pretty much what engagement marketing is. I love it. Yeah. And it's just changing the perspective because real estate agents, if you know anybody looking to buy or sell, right? If you, and it's just, they hear that from everybody, right? So that's a very creative way and and just creating content that people, the the biggest thing I'm learning too is it needs to be content that people can get value from. Yes. You know? And so me saying, hey, I'm the number one agent in Texas and I sell more listings. That's not creating value, even though people are like, good good for Terrence, good for Krista. That's awesome. But they can't reuse that content. Like once they watch it or hear it one time, they're done with it. Yeah. It has, I always say it's serve, don't sell. 
right? Yeah. You want to serve, not sell. And that's the idea. In fact, if you want me, I could actually show you, like, I'll, let me read you. If you let me share my screen, I'll let you read the manifesto. And I actually have this. Can I share my screen? Is that okay? Yeah, we'll share it. So this is the true definition of a community market leader. And I'll, there we go. Awesome. So this is the definition of a community market leader. And I, I read this every day. I am a community market leader. I am not just a real estate agent. I am an unstoppable visionary. I'm revolutionizing the practice of real estate and contradicting the old school teaching method and approach. I'm a lifelong learner. I serve. I do not just sell. I strive for excellence for myself and my clients. I'm changing the way real estate is being done and how agents are looked at. I don't rely on traditional measures of getting clients and generating leads. I focus on the future. I continue to push because I know that nothing happens overnight. I appreciate overwhelm because it means that I am growing. I push and I give my all. I will never give up. I have an abundance mindset. I know that I am the only one responsible for creating the life that I deserve and I am. I am a marketer. I'm abundant. I'm successful. I'm helpful. I'm original. I'm resourceful. I'm an educator. My name is Krista Mayshore and I am a community market leader. That Let's is go. How- <laughs> <laughs> you know, another it. coach stole my manifesto. Another coach in the real estate industry stole my manifesto and was like, read this every day. I'm like, dude, that is mine. And I have community market leader trademarked. Yeah. I won't say who he is, but. <laughs> yeah, people, people get at least change a couple words. <laughs> I know it was like that was crazy, you know. But anyways, yeah. So that's that's our definition of a community market leader. And you know, like when you come from a place of serving and helping people, the business just comes, right? Like I'll give you an example. So I teach my students to interview local businesses and interview local businesses and and you know run an ad behind it and make that type of thing local businesses, you know volunteers, local heroes, like totally be out in that community, do videos on the farmer's market, on any, you know, on restaurants, on just all these cool things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was re- re- interviewing my, one of my students, Chris today and for my podcast, fired up with Chris Mayshore. And he was like, Chris, I wanted to tell you about what I'm doing with your whole community idea of interviewing local professionals. And I'm like, okay, so the whole interview was about it. And we like, we dissected it like crazy. So what he's doing is he's doing, he's like, you know, I've been married 19 years and my wife and I, we promised that when we got married, we were going to do like date night once a week. And I'm like, my husband and me too, right? So they do a community date night once a month. So once a month, they do a community date night. They, they do it at a local restaurant. The restaurant has buy-in. They create a special menu for the people. They have like a special pricing or like a free appetizer. And then he'll interview the local restaurant. And then he will then, you know, run a Facebook ad at once a month and he'll change the business. Mm -hmm. And then now what's happening is now the community members are excited about it, right? They're going to this. They're looking forward to the thing. He's, they know he's in real estate, but he's not promoting real estate. He's promoting community. He's promoting marriage. He's promoting local businesses while promoting himself, right? So I was like, Chris, I freaking love it. I'm going to totally do it too. But I'm like, okay, we got to create a funnel for you, right? You need a funnel so that now you can start collecting people's contact information. And I said, and also like, he's a co-author with me on on my book. Like my students can co-author with me. And so I was like, you need to ask the local, the restaurants, these places, if you can leave your books there. And then, you know, and he's like, oh my God, that's so great. So here we are sitting there brainstorming of this one strategy that we teach and like taking it on steroids, right? Yep. He's like, Chris, I can't even keep up. I'm like, that is such a great idea. Now he's developing relationships with these families, right? And it's just a win-win. So then he says, what I want to do next is I want to be able to like go with a local church or whatever. And, yeah. and then offer babysitting. I'm like, yes, like they it could be like volunteer, you know, we could have two or three 
you know, college kids doing it or high school kids. And then the parents can know that like, hey, you don't have to donate, but you can. And of course they will. They're going to give probably more than they would if they were actually paying. And then it's just like a win-win for everyone. So I'm going to do that exact strategy because I was like, that is awesome. You know, I love it. I love it. That's so creative. And for all you listeners out there, make sure you take notes and make sure that you can put your spin on it. Like if if it's the date night, if it's going to shoot rifles, whatever it is, like whatever you're passionate about, just find that and make sure you're bringing value. So I love that idea. So you mentioned something, the funnel, you kind of slid that out there. And I want to talk about all those awards on that back wall behind you. Most people may not know what two commas are. Can you tell me what that is, what those awards are, and what is a click funnel? first off? First off, what is a click funnel? How did you get into it? And then let's just kind of dive into that if you don't mind. Okay, so uh, real quickly, piggyback on the last thing you just said. Like, you were right. Karen said, find something you're passionate about, right? Make that your thing. Like, we have some students that do, like, pet of the week. They literally go to the Humane Society, and they do adopt a pet of the week, and then they promote it. And people are like, oh, my God, right? And they get tons of business from it. We have someone that did, like, adopt a road. We have people that have done like, you know, adopt a kid, like adopt a student. Like they do things they're passionate about and they make it about the community. And then because of them doing that, and that's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because they're passionate about it. But because they know how to take that content and get it out there in front of the eyes of the community the right way, they just, their business just starts to explode. But with that being said, the problem with most people is that they do not do things long enough. They'll do it a month or two and they don't see the results. So they stop. But in all truth be told, these kind of strategies take about six to nine months. What we've found is if you can do this for six to nine months and do it consistently and put an ad spin in and get your content out there, that usually right around month nine, like people are like, holy moly, I have never been so busy. Like yeah. never been so busy, right? So, but you've got to stick to it because so many people, they don't stick to it. So I just wanted to put that out there. But yes, yeah, so those, and I have another one coming and we just got another one, Terry. So we're so excited about that. So one more is on its way. So the, the gold ones are each one of those awards you see is a sales funnel that, that has generated over $1 million in online revenue from one single funnel. Wow. The big one that you see is $10 million in revenue online from sales funnels. So Come on, we're man. really close. Yeah. So we're really close to getting our second one of the, of the 20 million, the 10 million. And, we're, and we just got another 1 million one. So what it is, is a funnel is basically... So when people go to a website, the thing about a website is nobody knows like what they're going to the website for. Are they searching for a home? Is it IDX? Are they looking for a neighborhood? Are they looking for you know rentals? Like they don't know where they're going somewhere. With the sales funnel, you know exactly where somebody is going to. So for example, there's a strategy that I'm teaching at Funnel Hacking Live in, in two months. And for the record, Funnel Hacking Live, like Russell Brunson is the creator of ClickFunnels. He's a billionaire and ClickFunnels is a software that you can use to build funnels, okay? Hmm. Russell has me speaking on his stage in two months at like one of the biggest digital marketing conferences in the world. And I'm speaking on this exact strategy. So what you do, he, he's like, Kristen, what do you do before you get people to go to a funnel? So when, let me, let me give an example. So a funnel basically funnels people down. So you, you, you talk about one specific thing and then people that are interested in that thing, then you give them more of that thing, right? Mm-hmm. You funnel them down. So, you know, if people watch the school, for example, let's just say somebody, you put a video out there on, on for sale by owner. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can tell a hundred people watch that video. By the way, it's a way, a lot more than that. Let's just say a hundred, right? hundred people watch that video. So then you send them another video about for sale by owner, right? And then at the end, you then send them to your funnel, right? Mm -hmm. So 
Now you're sending them to a funnel that's just about for sale by owner, right? We've got a for sale by owner funnel, a divorce funnel, a probate funnel, a seller seminar funnel, a buyer seminar funnel, a credit repair funnel. Do you take people through these funnels and you know exactly why they're there? So they're so much more likely to convert because when they get to the funnel, it's all this information about the specific thing they originally were interested in, right? Mm-hmm. There's 20 different videos. And then within the funnel, you're like, hey, download your free, you know, tips on eight things that you should for sure do when selling for sale by an owner to avoid getting, you know, to avoid going to jail because of non-disclosure, <laughs> right? And then they click on that and they give you their contact information. So that's a funnel is like you bring people to, it's almost like a, a website, but it's, it's a website for one specific thing, right? Like we have a hero funnel. We have all these different funnels and these funnels generate leads online that turn to conversions. Okay. Yeah. And I can take it one step further if you want to tell you, like, like, for example, right now, so this one strategy last year, just this one strategy from this type of a thing turned into 48 closed seller transactions in the middle of a worldwide pandemic during a like low inventory, no inventory year. Okay. Wow. And this is what we did was we, t- we created content regarding this, the problem people were having, which is selling and being homeless. Mm-hmm. Right. So we create videos on that and then people are like, they watch one video and then I retarget them another video. And then I, and then I say, now they've watched two videos and now it's like, okay, great. Now would you like a home evaluation? All right. So most people start with a home evaluation. They, they start with the lead magnet. A lead magnet is when you put something of value out there in exchange for somebody's information, you start with the lead magnet, but you have to start with value, value first getting people to know you, like you, trust you, breaking down their barriers, positioning yourself as the expert, giving them a reason to want to give you their information. You have to start with that. But most agents start with, I'm the number one agent in the area. Well, there's 27 number one agents, right? It's like, nobody cares. Yeah. So we need to start with offering value. Yeah. So I offer you these value videos and this strategy will work with any other strategy, whether it's for sale, owner, buyers, sellers, credit repair, a specific neighborhood, open house list. I can go on and on, right? Mm-hmm. And then you take these people it through this, through this, that have gone through your funnel. And then you ask them, hey, would you like a home analysis? And when they raise their hand and they say yes, now you make sure that you convert. So what do you do? Here's what my team does. Okay. My team then will hand deliver a CMA to their door. Wow. They'll knock on the door and say, hey, you requested a CMA. Here you go. But there's also one in, in the mail. Also in your email, check your email because we also went over the CMA. So we'll literally go over the CMA through a Loom or a Zoom video and email that to them as well. I also drop off a copy of my book, What to Expect When Selling Your Home in Deer Ridge or Shadow Lakes. I drop off a copy of my marketing plan. I also drop off a copy of a seller's guide. Now I also email them all those things, book, seller's guide, buyer's guide, CMA, okay? And they get the video email of us breaking down the CMA. Okay. Then they get a 17 minute listing presentation video that talks all about how I utilize social media and digital marketing to get their home, like massive, massive value. This book and the video is completely positioned to discredit the traditional agents, right? It talks about social media and digital marketing and, you know, exposure and why open houses are, do not work. And we like, it totally is like, and then we have all these stats of, hey, see this one house right here? This shows we got 76,000 views on this house. And then I show, oh, look at this one. This one shows that we had, you know, 600 hours of watch time. And I have all these examples of this is how you market in today's yeah. online world. But because I've done all those things, first of all, 
just the videos alone, when they're watching the videos, I'm winning before I arrive. They're getting to know me and they're breaking in their barriers. And then, so I've already kind of got it in the bag, but then once I drop off the CMA, do the video, drop off, do all those other steps, each time I do one of those things, I'm just solidifying that I'm completely different than everybody else. Wow. Right. So now no matter what I'm going to come, that's, that's how my team, that's how we real estate <laughs> man kill mode <laughs> i just want to take a pause pause that's great information man and i think your take like i always tell my team be creative at this point it's like everybody's saying the same stuff like what is your usp what is your unique selling proposition and so i mean i love that man wow it's impossible. Like, and I, I mean, it's almost impossible to beat me. Right. So like, and now I'm not even the one going on the presentations. It's my brother, but yep. we put him in the videos. We put him in the listing presentation video. He's in everything now. So now they don't, they don't just say, Oh, I want Krista. It's like, they want both of us. Yep. Right. And so I've literally been able to take myself out of the business. And just that one strategy last year was 48 transactions. We did $740,000 in gross commissions, right? From those 48 transactions. So people will say, well, gosh, Chris, is it worth it? You know, you spent money on the book and the marketing plan. I'm like, well, I think so. I did 740,000. I think it's worth it. You know, it's worth the time. It's worth the energy. Absolutely. Right. And so now when I'm showing up, it's like, they're like, no, even if I'm interviewing, they're interviewing other agents. Like there's no way they're going to beat me because number one, I tell them what questions to ask in here, what they should. It's like, Oh, if your agent says they use social media, have them show you how many views, how many, how many engagements they're getting. Have them show you that because many agents say they're using social media, but they're not doing it correctly. So it's not helping you at all. Right. It's a buzz term. So we literally tell them in the video and the book, like what they should be asking, what they should be looking at. And so when we get there, there's not a discussion on commission. There's not a discussion on anything, but we love you. Where do we sign? And like, can you just tell us what happens next? And so now my average commission is going up. My average price per home is going up and my referrals are going up. And as I'm getting this video content out there, I call it the five R's. I'm, re- I'm getting more referrals. I'm retaining more business. I'm getting more people to resell with me. But the only reason that's happening is because of rituals and routines, right? Mm-hmm. I was committed to consistently producing content correctly so I can make a connection with my community so I could convert, I could make a connection with my clients, right? So I can convert more clients and customers. It's all about like the connection. That's what helps me convert. So this entire process, getting the videos out there, properly distributing them, and then educating people. It's all about breaking down people's barriers, positioning me as the authority, letting them know that I am the true expert and I'm not just a commodity. I'm like the brain surgeon of real estate. I am, and when you're the brain surgeon, right? The brain practitioner, the brain surgeon works 10 times less and makes a hundred times more than the general practitioner, mm-hmm. right? So there's never, and they work like 10 times less. I'm the brain surgeon of real estate, right? And so, but most agents aren't willing to do it. Like I'll, I'll tell them to do all this and, you know, my students no. do because they pay me a lot of money, but most people will not do that. Like I just told people exactly a great strategy, even if they only did half of those things, they would win, right? But most people are not willing to do it because it does take time, investment of time, investment of money, and, you know, you know how it is, parents. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And that's the thing, like you, you hit it on the head. And I, like I always tell people at this point, like I have brand new agents selling $10 million their first year in the business because of the system, the processes and the things that you said, like, and now it used to be, we want Terrence, we want Terrence. But a lot of times now I'm, I'm not involved. Like I haven't went on an appointment in probably three months, but yeah. our team will do a hundred million this year with less than five agents. So Man, I, I love it, man. That's awesome. So let's pivot. 
And I got a couple more questions for you if you still got time. Yeah, I got, I'm good. Yeah. So one of the things that, what if I was a brand new agent? Let's say I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the know-how to do click funnels and books and all those things, which I love. And I'm doing, I'm actually doing a lot of that. So we need to compare notes, but what would you tell me to do as a brand new agent trying to get into this industry, try to break into this competitive market right now with no inventory? So I love that question because this strategy works for brand new. You don't even need ClickFunnels, right? You, you still need to do videos and you need to create landing pages like within Facebook, which is really easy to do. But like cut out the cup of coffee, cut out going out to dinner once or twice a month, do a $200 budget a month, two, 250 at the max. Anybody can afford 250 If you're not, you're in the wrong. You're, you should not be in any business, right? Yeah. And start creating video content. I have a student, her name is Sue LaFave. And she just sent me a video me- message about a month ago. And she's like, Krista, she, she was a new agent, never sold a house before. She got nominated best agent in her area because perception is reality. Mm. She's creating video content about the market and about real estate, and about the community. So people assume that she is doing business. She just texted me. She's like, Krista, I've on my phone, I can't even show you. She's like, I just had, I just made six figures in four months. And, and she said, it's all because of what you taught me. That's now, awesome. mind you, she was a newer agent, right? And she, but she stuck to it. It took her about, gosh, about nine months before she started seeing traction. Now she just had made six figures in four months, right? And she sent me that message on Facebook. She goes, I heard you talk about me on your podcast. And she goes, I was laughing my butt off. She goes, I wanted to let you know just how good I'm doing. I just hit six figures. And I was like, yay. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're brand new. You can talk about real estate, talk about the community, right? Interview your broker. Hey, what are the biggest three worst things you've ever had happen in real estate? What's the three biggest mistakes sellers make? What's the three biggest mistakes buyers make? Go to a video on it. Mm -hmm. If anybody can do that, you can be brand new, never sold a house before, but perception is reality. If people see you talking about real estate, talking about your community, going on to your certain subdivisions, like I could tell you how to dominate a subdivision, you know, and like right now, you know, like I say, you want to dominate a sub- subdivision within six months, I'll tell you exactly what to do, right? Yeah. Brand new agent. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't matter. That's just an excuse people make. Exactly. That's why I wanted to put it out there. Cause I was like, oh, brand new. And that's all I hired for as a broker owner for, you know, nine, 10 years. I only hired brand new agents and I just heard the same thing over and over. So, so let's pivot. So when you first got into the industry as a realtor, you didn't start at EXP, right? So tell me kind of that history. And then what what got you to EXP? You were already killing the game. Like, why? So when I first got into EXP, I was, first of all, I was a secret agent. No one even knew about it for like the first six months. The only reason I got into EXP was not because of all the great stuff. I didn't even really know a lot about it, but I didn't want to, since I'm not practicing really anymore, I'm just the face of it. I didn't want the liability of being a broker. I had my own small brokerage. We were doing great, weren't paying commissions to anybody. It was homes by Krista and I was the broker of it, but I didn't want the liability because I'm I wasn't as involved, right? Like at all. So I changed to EXP because of that. And then I actually had in my coaching business, I had my director of human resources and my marketing manager go into business together. And it was right when COVID hit. And they were they had a business that they created that was kind of competing with my with my coaching business that we were about to launch, a new one towards local professionals, not just towards realtors. And they say it wasn't, but it absolutely was. And so, so I, they like literally were just gone, like overnight they were gone and they had been developing this, this business while they were working for me. So basically, you know, it's impossible to work on somebody else's business. And when you're developing your own, especially if it coincides. So overnight when COVID hit, like my sales team was gone and my human resources director, my marketing manager was gone. And I was like, Oh my God, like this could be gone overnight. Like something could happen. So 
I got a phone call from one of the people that were above me and they said, Krista, you're a coach and you love helping people. And we just feel like you, if you really understood about eXp, you would, you'd want to tell people, right? It, it's, it's such a great business. So I go, okay, it's kind of weird you're calling me now. It's really good timing. I'm going to give myself 30 days to really look at, into this. And so I started studying the model mm. and I literally like watched Brent goes, the model explained about 50 times. And I started watching, you know, Jim Fredericks, the napkin, all these different things about EXP. And I was like, oh my gosh, agents need this. Like they don't have any retirement. They have no 401k. They can never stop. Like the second they stop selling is the second they stop, you know, producing any income. Like everyone needs to do this. Mm-hmm. And I just became obsessed with it. And I changed my focus to like, I need to get the message out. So, and I totally believe in the company from the technology to the stock, the 401k, like the benefits, the medical benefits. I mean, I am an icon agent so far. So I'm on my second year and I've already February, you know, what I is my crap year within like two or three months, I already capped and I already as an icon agent. So I got my whole stock back, right? My money back in stock. And the fact that I waited a year, Terrence, it cost me like, hundreds of thousands of dollars because if I would have joined when Jesse did back when the stock was he he's his stock was like double mine and mine's pretty damn good <laughs> you know yeah. so I mean the cost of an action and me waiting it really financially hurt me but there's still plenty of opportunity and time and it's still you know but it's like oh my gosh I just can't brag about it more enough I love it no I know and I think for anybody that's a top producer any producer like that's why I was asking I, I love saying this how many real estate agents retirement party have you been to in the last 30 days? Zero. Oh, I say that all the time too. Never. No, what do you mean 30 days? In the past 30 years, I've been like one. One in 20 years. Because they don't ever retire. They just die. Yeah. Like they're going to die to open house or something. Like You know what I mean? I mean, it's just so sad. It's Well, that's what I was saying at EXP Sprint in Nashville. I said, it's a pandemic in our industry. Like literally, you know, we are struggling. And yeah, you're seeing people posting million dollar property, but they're exhausted. They don't spend any time with their family. They're, they're ran in the ground. And, but you know, we're in, we're one of the only industries when you get your job done, you get fired. So I just sold a million dollar house last week. It was my 50th $1 million transaction. And I wanted to celebrate, but then as soon as we walked out of title, I was like, I got to go get another listing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's tough. never ever ending, you know? So it's just like, you know, you, the second you stop selling real estate is the second everything stops. But with the way that EXP has has it, I mean, one agent that, that caps, like if they if you can bring them in and keep them in, which it's our goal is to keep them in. What happens is is that it's like a year after year after year, right? It's like getting a, re- a referral, a commission check year after year after year. It's not like that in when you're selling homes, but with, with the way that EXP has done, if you do it correctly and you work on, you know, building your revenue share, it can just be amazing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's well, and you, one thing I wanted to hit and then we'll, we'll keep going is you said, I studied the model because, you know, even myself, I told Elizabeth Riley a million times, don't call me. <laughs> I, knew me, too, Elizabeth, me too. I knew Elizabeth, she's a, an amazing person and, and, and I will forever be grateful for her being persistent and actually just saying, you know, staying in front of me. But I was like, no, I'm not interested. But that's what I tell everybody. Like if you are a real estate agent, a broker owner, just study the model. Cause once you see it, you can't unsee it. And when yeah. I, when I finally sat down and looked at the model as an independent broker, which, cause in my mind, I was like, well, I took my business from a startup, zero sales to a billion in eight years. I think I got it figured out, but it's like, well, when I really sat down with an open mind and looked at the model, you can't unsee it. 
Okay. You know, the craziest thing too. So I was a teacher for six years with a master's degree. Okay. And my residual income last month after just doing this for just barely over a year was like four times what I'm in a month was four times what I made in a month as a, as a teacher teaching for six years with a master's degree after a year. Wow. So that's pretty darn good. Right. And it's like, and it's going to happen. Like now it's happening without me having to do anything, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, you know, but, but it doesn't have to be as long as you can get a couple of really good people under you. You're doing things you already love selling houses and talking to people about that. You want to help. It's not that difficult. Right. So it'll start to grow itself for you, but I don't know. I just think it's just a great company and I, I have a lot of respect for them. I love, I love the model of the insurance benefits or just so many things, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's great, man. And we're scaling. Since I came over, we're at 40,000 agents a couple months ago. We're already at 60,000 agents. So I know. It's insane. It's crazy. So when you talk about these things, which you're so successful, so passionate about, let's pivot a little bit. It's so cool to work hard and grow and scale. But what are you doing right now as an entrepreneur to invest in yourself? Oh God. As far as like coaching and stuff? No, just like you. Is it yoga? Is it traveling? Is it reading books? Is it working out? Like, what are you doing to like put back into your cup? So I work out five days a week. Okay. And I, I love working out and I actually don't love working out, but I, I know it's good for me, you know? Yeah. So we're traveling more like my husband and I, we went to Mexico this year. We were, we were at, we're going to Florida in a month. We're going to Dallas pretty soon. We were just in North, we were in not North Carolina, but where's that? Ten, uh, that place where all the music is or whatever. Oh, we Tennessee, were in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, we were in Nashville. We just got back like literally Vegas. Like we're just, we're traveling more, right? I mean, I work a lot. I have to, but I've still done all those things just this year and it's only, you know, July. Mm -hmm. So we travel, I travel and I, I, I'm absolutely madly in love with my husband. So we do a lot of things together. We have a lot of fun together. Yeah, he's a, and you know, it, it's like, he's, it's my second marriage. It's the best thing ever that happened to me. I That's put a awesome. lot of attention into my marriage. Like it's really important for me to be happily married and for us to be cl close and connected. But that being said, we haven't always, we've had problems like everyone else. Right. But we, we choose to fight and push and we have a pretty dang amazing marriage. And so, yeah, I need to start traveling more though, Terrence. I do. I need to start like really like shutting it off. I've been working a lot and I need to shut it off more. So that's kind of my goal. All right. I'm going to be your accountability partner. Yes, I need to. <laughs> I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm going like, to hit you up. What's the next trip? Yeah. <laughs> I, seriously, it's like, I'm a kind of, yeah, I need to do, start doing more stuff like that. Yeah. Cause we have that entrepreneurial mindset. We just go, we go, we go, we grind, we grind, grind. And you know, we've all hit that wall. And so that's where like, for me, I've been really trying to travel. Like we were at Nashville and actually at the EXP sprint and we decided last minute, we were supposed to fly back into Texas and then go to Destin. And me and Erica said, you know what? Let's just get a rental car. We got a, a rental car and drove from Nashville down to Destin, got there five days earlier. It's like, why not? You know, that's awesome. Yeah, it's very it's, it's spontaneous for us, and which how, which is how good. was the XP Sprint? I've gotten invited every time, and I've never gone. Was it good? It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I was. I did. I should a, probably ask that offline, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool though. It was good. It was. Man, I will say, just you know, I've only been in EXP for two and a half months, three months, and the energy that everybody has, no matter where you go and who you meet, everybody's on fire. Like everybody's so motivated. And it's just so much positive energy, the collaboration, because when one person wins, we all win. We're all a part of one yeah. company. And I truly can say that that, that is that is real. So I'll meet you in some rapid fire questions and then we'll get out of here. OK, you ready? OK, so this is our rapid fire round. What technology are you using that you cannot do your business without? 
my measure method. I have my own technology and it's like, it's got everything in it. It's like funnel builders, transaction management. It's mine. <laughs> you built that proprietary software yourself. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Funnel builder, transaction management, landing page, it's website. It's all of it. It's killer. Cool. Another thing people always want to know is where are you investing your money? I know it's kind of a personal question, but. So I, we invest in real estate. So pretty much the only thing that we invest in is real estate. Um, we've got rentals, you know, Florida, here locally, Idaho, so real estate. Love it. Love and I also it. invest my money in my own personal growth and development. Like I've spent just so in, in the past, like four years, I've spent over $500,000 in like hiring coaches and consultants and people to really help me be the best that I can be in my field. So I definitely invest a lot of my money back into my own personal growth and development. No, you have to. I always say mm-hmm. if, if Tiger Woods and LeBron or Michael Jordan or whoever needed a coach, we also need coaches. All right. Yes. What's your biggest why? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you grinding like this? You know, I used to be my daughters because I I was, my goal was to keep them safe in their house because of the whole, you know, foster home stuff used to be them. Now it's like, I just really, I love people. I want to give back. I mean, I, I feel like I was put on this earth to like really help people achieve the highest levels of their life. And I love helping people. So I know it sounds weird, but I love, I'm like a, I love people and I love building people up. So I get my my excitement of seeing other people like really reach massive levels of success. So I think I'm, I'm here to like really help people just believe in themselves, you know, believe they can do anything no matter what. Love it. Final three questions. What's the biggest opportunity you see in the real estate industry in the next 12 to 24 months? EXP. (laughs) That's, that's a no brainer. It really is y'all like for real. Really, Like, Like I don't care who you talk to. Like it really is. It's yeah. And then what book do you recommend? I know there's a, there's a plug we want to put out here real quick. Gosh, I got, I got, I have 10 of, 10 of books that recommend. I love like Cypo Cybergenetics by Dr. Maxwell Mulch. I love neuroscience right now. I'm, I'm a, I'm a book junkie. Like I I'm constantly always reading books right now. I'm reading the book Sway, which is really good. The Naked Mind is amazing. Neuro Wisdom. A little bedrock of selling. I, I, I'm a I'm a book person. The power of your subconscious mind is amazing. But if I had to pick all of them, it'd probably be Psycho Cybergenetics by Dr. Maxwell Mulch, and of course, my book Sell 100 Homes a Year. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting on the plug. Sell 100 Homes a Year. That's a great book. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bring it. All right. Final thoughts, man. What do you want to leave our l- listeners with? And then also, where can they find you? So I would like to leave you with this. And that is that listening to these podcasts is great and reading books is great. But if you don't take action, nothing happens. You've really got to implement and you need to give yourself time and understand that you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes, but you've just got to keep going. Like I just can't, so many people stop like right before they're about to hit gold, right? Like, you know, you're, you're three, three feet from gold. So just keep on going and don't let the cost of an action, like it's either going to be hard now and then easy later, or it's going to be easy now and hard later. So choose to make it be hard now so that, and do things that most people won't do or aren't willing to do so that later on, you don't have to do the things that everybody else has to do. And that's my advice. And then how they can find me is if you go to kristamayshore.com forward slash the number two days live. So it's Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A, Mayshore, M-A-S-H-O-R-E.com forward slash the number two days live. You can go to a two-day training where I teach all this stuff and give you all my ninja tips and tricks. And uh, yeah. Thank you so much, man. Amazing, amazing episode. I'm going to go back and listen to this thing a couple of times, but thank you for just your inspiration. Obviously your friendship. Look forward to meeting you in person at the 
event in two weeks in Dallas. And just thank you again for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Terrence. I love it. I love what you're doing. And you're, you're awesome. Keep crushing it. And I cannot wait to give you and your wife a big hug. Will do. Will do. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Please subscribe on whichever platform you are listening and consider leaving a five-star review as that will help us gain traction and continue to bring you knowledge in the real estate industry. For more content, head over to terrencemurphy.com. 